Want access to richer content and exclusive analysis on the business of sport? Sports Pro Plus is used by experts across the industry to make informed decisions, with two membership tiers offering access to original content, exclusive reports, and a suite of business intelligence tools. Become a member today at sportspromedia.com forward slash subscribe and use the code FCPOD10. That's FCPOD10 at checkout for a 10% discount. The Football Co. Business Podcast. The most creative minds and innovative thinkers in football in association with SoccerX. Connecting football for 25 years. Hello and welcome to the Football Co. Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Manby, and today I'll be talking to Goose Pennings, Head of Brand and Sponsorship at Philips and former Head of Marketing and Media at PSV. Many football fans will be aware of the long-standing relationship between PSV and Philips, and indeed that the club was founded as a football team made up of employees from the company way back in 1913. Since then, the two entities have been intrinsically linked. Of course, today's PSV isn't made up of Philips staff, And just as the club has evolved, so too has its partnership with the brand, which remains the longest running club and brand partnership in football. Let's get into today's podcast. Goose, welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Thank you. So, Goose, most people listening to this podcast are interested in the business of football. The clue is in the title, after all. And so they might be aware of the Philips and PSV relationship. But for those who aren't, could you give us a brief overview on the history well, uh, well, a short overview on the history is what you already mentioned, uh, Alex, is that we founded PSV back in 1913, where it started as an employee team. So uh, sometimes we say, well, it was the first corporate vitality program, what, what the big multinationals are running now, but, but then, uh, well, in a, very, in a very simple way. And when, when Philips evolved uh, towards that, that multinational company, also PSV evolved, and well, the relationship has always been very strong, but it's, uh, PSV is on its own legs now, and, uh, but we're still working very closely together. Well, and, and indeed, your career history mirrors that, um, right? You've been you were at PSV for many years and, and now at Philips. Is that a common switch for people to move between the two? No, actually, if you look to the past, it's, it's, it was more a common switch to start at Philips your career and then move to PSV because when we talk about uh, 30, 40 years ago, uh, PSV was still owned by Philips, and it was a, uh, it was that employees from Philips were running PSV as well. And uh, well, the other way around, uh, what I did, it's not very common. So, uh, but what you say, uh, Philips and PSV very, uh, very closely related to each other. And if I talk to my grandpa, for example, he doesn't see the difference between working for Philips and working for PSV. So when PSV plays at Saturday night, and I visit him on Sunday morning. Then he asked me, what did Philips do yesterday in the match? So, well, I said, okay, PSV won. But uh, for, them it's, for them, it's still the same. But, uh, yeah. That was a fantastic story about uh, your grandfather. And clearly the two uh, are, histories are absolutely linked, both club and brand. And fast forward to today, and that link is still very much active. Last year, for example, there was a new 10-year relationship, a new 10-year deal signed uh, between Philips and PSV. But with one difference, while PSV will continue to play at the Philips Stadion, these days the brand isn't on the front of shirt. Why is that? Well, I think uh, Philips moved from the shirt, it's about uh, six years ago. And uh, Philips is in, in transition. The company is in transition towards a health technology company. And well, every time when we have to extend this uh, partnership, 
we ask ourselves the question, and I think that's what we owe to ourselves as a, as a multinational company with shareholders, how can the PSV platform still work for Philips? And well, looking towards the challenges that we have nowadays as a, as a health technology company, we think the added value of being on the, on the front of the jersey or the shirt isn't that much anymore. So we made it available for PSV to get some commercial growth, but we also continued uh, working with PSV for another 10 years, as you mentioned, on a very high level. So we're still one of the, one of the big or biggest partners from PSV, but on a way, uh, in a way that, that works for us as the company that we are nowadays. Was that a difficult decision? Front of shirt is, is a pretty sizable, important part of real estate in the world of football. Who took that decision and how did you come to it? Well, actually, uh, when the decision was made, I was on the other side. So, uh, so I, I, w- I was at PSV. So for us, it was, an, uh, it was a different angle. And so who actually made the decision? Uh, I can't tell you that. But I think uh, in, in terms of, well, doing the right thing and, and uh, with respect for the, for the history and the, and, and the legacy that you created together, well, finding a way that PSV can still really work for, for Philips and the Philips brand, uh, it's the best way to continue. And and of course, there were a lot of, um, well, you call it sentiments, I guess, among especially among fans, because when you found uh, this club and you are on the jersey for 36 or 37 years from the start that, that actually jersey sponsoring was was uh, was started, we, we've been there until, uh, well, 37 years later. So people uh, uh, around PSV, they didn't see Philips as a jersey sponsor or a shirt sponsor. They just saw Philips as part of the design of the PSV shirt. So um, it was a big step. But although I was working for PSV in that time, I wasn't that surprised. And if you think rational about, about the, this decision, well, also when you're working at PSV, you can imagine that this is a good and right step. And when in the end, it, it, it made it possible for PSV to get to re- realize commercial growth because Philips continued in a, on another partner level or another financial level, but there was some space to, uh, to get another jersey sponsor. It's interesting also to me that the new, the replacement of Philips when um, the brand decided to leave the shirt sponsorship is Brainport. That feels like an almost a quite a sort of natural progression in line with both Philips values and PSVs as well. Yeah. I suppose that wasn't a coincidence. No, it wasn't. But uh, well, to be fully right, um, there was a, another main sponsor in between. So there was an energy company called Energy Direct, and they actually followed uh, followed up Philips as the jersey sponsor. And so that was just another brand, just another company. And in the beginning, PSV fans were a bit, well, uh, surprised and, and, and they have to get used to that new sponsor. But well, after six months or 12 months, they really embraced that new sponsor. After three years, they decided to continue with PSV, but not on the front of the, of the shirt. And then, uh, well, PSV came to that, well, really innovative kind of partnership with Brainport. And, and we are highly involved in that as Philips. Well, actually, that, that, uh, there are a lot of values in that, in that partnership that are the values that Philips carried on from the, from the early beginning. So... Uh, yeah, we're really happy to be, well, we'll be on the shirt. We're still on the shirt, but then in another way. Could you tell us a little bit about Brainport? Some people may not be aware of what it does and what its goals are. Yeah, but yes. Brainport is actually in a region, the, the region, the Eindhoven region. It's, it's a really uh, high innovative and, and technical ecosystem. A lot of big technical companies are, uh, are, are based here in this region. And, well, we share the same goals, but we also share, share the same challenges. 
So what, what Brainport needs is to be bolder and even bolder on the global map to attract talent from all over the world to come and work here in the region for these companies. But we also, as Brainport, we want to improve the climate here in this region to live here, to work, to be vital and to make sure that everybody who is part of this ecosystem and that are not only the people who work for the companies, but also the people who just live here for many years, that they are, uh, well, they actually see the benefits of, of, of the, the character of this region. And so we, we share actually a bigger goal than our own goals as, as, as uh, individual companies. And that brought us together. And that's, that's why we decided to not put, well, Philips or ASML on the jersey, but to put Brainport on the jersey. Because if, if Brainport reaches their, uh, the goals, then we all benefit from that. It's interesting, Goose, because you've used the word we to describe Brainport and also Philips and, and I think PSV as well, which of course makes sense that you used to work there. You also use the word partnership. It feels like a really symbiotic relationship. Certainly yeah, it between is. It is. And PSV and probably more so than your typical brand club sponsorship. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's, that's definitely fair to say. And I, I think that's the, the, the one of the unique aspects from this partnership because Sometimes I mention the six companies who are actually paying this partnership to put Brainport on the shirt, but it, it are actually seven because PSV is the seventh. And in this kind of partnerships, you are not a, a right holder as a club and you sell a sponsorship. Now you are actually working with these companies because, well, what our CEOs always tell is when they go to China, for example, they step into a cab and the cab driver says, oh, where are you from? And then they say, well, I'm, uh, I'm the CEO of uh, Philips, for example, or I'm the CEO of ASML. No response. And then he says, well, we're based in Eindhoven. And they say, ah, PSV Eindhoven from Ronaldo and Romario and that kind of, Ruud van Nistelrooy and that kind of things. And then, well, that opened actually their eyes. And they said, well, we need to uh, team up with PSV because PSV can accelerate our uh, our presence in, 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 especially in the Netherlands and in the region, but also in some parts of the world. And that's a, a really a, a strong thing of the partnership that we're working together. And, and, and PSV has to put a lot of effort in this partnership as well, way more than they should do in a, in a traditional uh, share sponsorship. And what we're also doing is you see a lot of sponsors that, that, well, they sign a sponsorship with a club. Then they hire a sponsorship manager or a sponsorship team, a specialized uh, agency, and they start activating the partnership. And we choose for a way of working that uh, in all the projects that we're doing together, we are cooperating with uh, specialists from that six or seven companies. So when we work on vitality programs, for example, then we have the vitality guys from these companies all uh, brought together. And that's the same thing on recruitment and marketing communication. So in the end, I think there are 50 people uh, from these uh, seven companies who are working together in different project groups to make this partnership work. And, and you know, that's a different approach, I guess. Uh, it's an amazing evolution, really, if, if you think about it from back in 110 years ago when the club was founded purely as a, I guess, recreation activity for employees of the brand. And as it grew, Philips was the financial muscle behind the club and its growth and its rise to sit at the top of European football, uh, yeah. albeit relatively briefly. PSV as a club has changed hugely. It feels to me like the relationship between Philips and PSV has two up to the current day, which you are just explaining there, which is probably more complex, and I mean that in a good way, than it's ever been before. Yeah, I think it's, it's more complex. Well, it's, it's, on, on one way, it's more complex. 
On the other way, it's more uh, easy because the relationship is still very uh, tight and, and we have a really close bond, but it's on professional terms. So they are the club and they are running their own club and we are the sponsor. We are the sponsor of the stadium and then we are still having our own professional partnership with PSV and we are uh, highly involved in that Brainport partnership. But it's uh, it are two companies now, the club and, and, and the sponsor. So I think that makes it more easy and, and more uh, professional. On the other hand, I think it was easier back in the days when we were that consumer electronic company, put the logo on the shirt, make sure our exposure was on, la- on, on top level. We had our hospitality uh, options with PSV. That was a way easier to, uh, to actually uh, make this partnership work for us. And the things that we are now uh, working on together, and I think we'll, we'll make a, a deep dive into that afterwards, but that requires more effort from PSV, but especially from Philips to... Um, to, to make sure that our innovations, our solutions, and our research capabilities, that we can uh, well make them available to PSV to help them building a better performance climate. So it's not giving them your logo, no, it's giving them your expertise and to implement ex- actually your expertise uh, um, within the environment of PSV. Let's make that deep dive. That sounds interesting. What does that actually look like on a day-to-day basis? And how does Philips help PSV in the performance side of things. Well, when you, when you speak about, uh, about the brand, our, our mission or our purpose as Philips is to make people's lives better. And when we, uh, let's say, project to, that, to PSV, then we say, well, we want to make the life of every PSV a bit better. So if we want, we want to mo- get the most of the life of every PSV, uh, every member of the PSV family is what we say. And that means the players in the, in the first uh, place, but also fans and everyone around PSV. But keeping it to the players, PSV will never be the richest club of Europe. But if you're not the richest, you have to be smart to uh, uh, still be able to compete with the top European clubs. And uh, a PSV's philosophy is to create their own stars because they're not always able to buy the new stars. So they have to develop that players. And well, of course, when they add their value to PSV, they sell them to bigger European clubs. And that's their, well, that's actually their, their model. And in that journey to develop young players to uh, European stars, there are a lot of aspects on that journey that Philips can work uh, on with PSV. And so we, we actually uh, combined these, these projects on, on an umbrella and we call it the PSV Top Performance Center. And that's a triangle between PSV, Philips and the St. Anna Hospital in this region. Uh, and then we're working on various studies, but also various uh, projects to well, actually, to get more of the out of the sleep of PSV players, because sleep is a is a really a, a big domain within Philips, and we have a lot of researchers that are busy with with improving sleep for well, uh, not only for athletes but but for people all around the world. So, using that expertise to make PSV players uh, players able to to recover better after their uh, their, their their sports. Uh, other examples is that we do, uh, for example, studies with our ultrasound uh, machines. On the, uh, we, we combine them with 3D cameras and then we, we are monitoring the muscles of PSV players over, over two years, maybe three or four years even, to see what kind of uh, muscles we can define among a group of players. And what you see now in professional football is, well, the group part of the training, it's always, uh, it's one size fits all. Everyone gets the same treatment. And what we want to uh, see and what PSV wants to know is, well, what kind of players have what uh, specific, well, let's say, ingredients in their muscles and how should we 
make them ready or prepare them for, for the next match. And, well, this, these kind of projects are re- way closer to the core of PSV, like performing better than we were in the past. And I think professional football, it's all about that marginal gains. Uh, so improving 1% or, or 2% can be the difference between being a champions of the league or being second. And so, so I think that's a really important and a role that we play now, yeah, we're close to, uh, uh, to the core business of PSV. It's a fascinating subject, marginal gains, and it's something which has been explored by sports organizations and the different solutions yeah. are proposed and used by different organizations. Sleep seems to come up all the time with these uh, this question of marginal gains. I know that, for example, Ryan Higgs used to fly his favorite mattress wherever yeah. Man United were playing away for an away Champions League game because he couldn't sleep properly on hotel mattresses. I saw a study, leaving aside professional sport for a second, I saw a study talking about the effects of COVID in the last 18 months or so. And something which continually came up is people are sleeping worse. And it's a very emotive topic. I think even for non-professional sportsmen like you and me, we care about how much we sleep. We worry about it. Every morning we think, did I sleep well? Did I sleep badly? But Alex, sorry to interrupt, but the funny thing is when I ask you what kind of brand is your mattress, I think you're not aware of what kind of brand your mattress is. You know the, you know the brand of your phone and your headphones and your shoes. And your, but but the, the thing that you're spending one third of your life on, you're not aware of what, what are the specs of that and what brand is it and what are the USPs of it. So uh, I think that underlines the fact that, we, well, that it's, still, it's still a thing that uh, there's a lot of progress to make in sleep, I guess. You're absolutely right. I have no idea, but it's something I'm going to check immediately after this podcast. So, so can you tell me a little bit more about what Philips are doing then with sleep, how to work with PSV Eindhoven and then how to help the general public improve their sleep quality? Yeah, what we, well, sometimes in some projects we say um, PSV is for Philips like what Formula One is to car manufacturers. So, well, they develop a hybrid system and when it's suitable in Formula One, then a few years later it's on the road for everyone. And we have some projects with PSV where we're actually, where we're actually learning and, 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 and developing our solutions. In terms of sleep, uh, it's the other way around. So we created something for, well, general public. It's called uh, the, the Smart Sleep uh, Headband. It's just a, a small headband and it gives you the opportunity to uh, get more of your sleep. So it, it doesn't bring you in an earlier sleep. It doesn't uh, uh, extend your sleep but it helps you to come in a deeper sleep uh, after the moment you fall asleep. So um, you can imagine that, that professional football players, they play their matches at Saturday evening at 9 o'clock or uh, during weekdays, and then they are full of adrenaline and they have to do that sponsorship uh, duties, media uh, duties, and they go to bed at uh, 1.30 in the night, and the next morning they fly back to Eindhoven, and a few two days later the next match is on. So if we can help PSV with this solution that we already have and that we are uh, only uh, improving to make sure that the people, uh, the players, they sleep six hours in the night, but there are six hours of really good quality. Well, research shows that the way players recover and, and they are ready for the next match is way better if they, if they uh, use that solution. And it's not for everyone. So we, what we're actually doing now is we're testing that with PSV. So a group of players is using the product. Uh, some players who are uh, really enthusiastic about, uh, uh, well, 
being conscious with their body and, and well, uh, their, their personal the personal uh, elements of being a professional football player. So, but some players say, well, for me it doesn't work, or uh, I feel better sleeping without, and and that's fine as well. But well, that that's that's on the on the. Yeah, on the on the field of sleep, what we are now doing together, for example, is something Arsene Wenger was hugely passionate about and interested in. I know that when he was at Arsenal, he would have the players fly back to London after the night of a Champions League game, regardless of where they were playing, because yeah. exactly everything you've said was he, the players would come off. They more than anything, they'd be pumped up with adrenaline, and he'd say rather than have them sleep two or three hours and sleep badly in a hotel room and get up in the morning and fly back and land in the afternoon, he would say, let's just get on a plane. And they would fly back, you know, and land at six in the morning. And he would say, right, you know, you probably haven't slept on the plane, but now go home and get your six, seven or eight hours in your bed where you're comfortable. Yep. It's interesting. And innovation is a word that keeps coming up. And innovation seems to be at the forefront of both what Philips and PSV Eindhoven do. It's, it's interesting the realities of being an Eredivisie club today probably mean innovate or get left behind. You spoke about the impossibility of signing a Ronaldo phenomenon, a Ruud Hullet, etc., etc., and instead this necessity to develop youth players and sell them. I suppose there's a direct parallel between that, which is very different in a comparatively short space of time. We're only talking 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, that PSV were were buying these players and winning the European Cup. And then the, the parallel would be with Philips, which I suppose what Philips are doing and manufacturing and selling today is totally different to what it was 25 years ago. Is that a coincidence? Do the two push each other forward? Yeah, I, I think uh, the two push each other forward, definitely. But it's not only the two. I think the, um, the innovative correct character of PSV it's a bit in their DNA because Philips is in their DNA and Philips has always been innovative uh, since 130 years already. But it's not only Philips because PSV uh, is in this region, what we were talking about earlier. And well, the characteristics of the region are that we are very, very high tech and very innovative. And we have an, not only in, in, in high tech, but also in a way of thinking. I think it isn't the coincidence, Alex, that, that uh, PSV and Philips all are both that innovative. But I think it's not only Philips that drives PSV to that. It's also the ecosystem where we spoke about earlier with the other big companies in this region. So it's innovative on, on terms of high tech, but it's also uh, innovative in the way of thinking and the way of approaching things. And I think that's, uh, that differentiates PSV from, from other clubs, especially in the Netherlands. And we're very happy to, be, to play a role in that, uh, in, that, in that way of working. I understand that. And the, the history is fantastic. And the two... Uh, brands, PSV and Philips are clearly interlinked and share values and so on. But, and maybe this is slightly sensitive. I, I want to understand what's in it for the brand today. Philips is a huge electronics, technology, healthcare uh, company with massive multinational presence. And with all due respect to PSV, while they're globally known, former European Cup winners, many great players have worn the shirt. They're probably not in the global limelight on a regular basis. I think that's fair to say. And if we think about locally, surely everybody in Eindhoven, in fact, everybody in the Netherlands already knows Philips uh, as a brand and already knows Philips for their relationship with PSV. So for you, what are the values of the sponsorship and what do Philips keep getting out of it? Yeah, well, it's a fair question, uh, Alex. And 
I think what's most important, we, we call this a brand partnership for Philips. So uh, we don't use PSV to sell our product. Well, sometimes we have campaigns together that's more on the business side, but it's mainly brand. And as you mentioned, uh, the people uh, in the Netherlands and especially around Eindhoven, they know Philips very well. But I think Philips is developing faster than people know and, 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 and be aware of. So the region Eindhoven, the Brainport region, uh, it's still our home region. That's where we grew up. Uh, we still have over 8,000 employees in this region. Uh, 40% of our global research is taking place in the Brainport Eindhoven region. So we really want to make sure that, especially on our, uh, let's say, home ground, that people know the Philips brand as it is nowadays. And we can tell them with fancy commercials or with, 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 with stories with hospitals where we work uh, together with. But we, uh, we know and we see in, in, in research as well that when we, we build uh, relevant uh, cases with PSV uh, on the field of sleep or on the field of ultrasound and that kind of things, the people around Eindhoven and in the Netherlands are way more open for that message than they are when we don't uh, involve PSV in the project. So PSV is really a platform for us to tell the people in the region and in the Netherlands and even abroad to show them what kind of brand Philips is and, and, and what kind of things we're working on nowadays. So how important is it, Goose, then, that PSV have on-pitch success, be that in the Eredivisie or participating in Europe's premium competitions? Well, I think uh, it used to be more important than it is now because when we are a fully consumer electronic brand, we want to be visible on the highest podium with the biggest audiences. And, well, we're still one of the main partners of PSV. That means we are still a bit of uh, uh, fans of PSV. A lot of people that work for Philips, they grew up with PSV, so they, are, they have PSV in their hearts. And, of course, we want to celebrate uh, trophies and, and other uh, beautiful moments with PSV. But for the way that we are working together, well, it's not that important if they play Champions League, Europa League, or they become top of the league or second. So we really want it because that can be a result of the things that we're doing together but it's not a critical factor in, in the way we evaluate the partnership. No, I can see that the emotional connection and the way of positioning the brand via what you do with the club is, is crucial to that. I wonder what impact it has financially. When you sit down to negotiate the new deal, this new 10-year deal that was signed last year, in a monetary value, how much emphasis is placed on performance because in a typical club sponsorship the brand will sit there and they'll say well if you're in the champions league we'll pay you this or they'll say to a premier league club if you're relegated to the championship the value of the sponsorship will reduce by x is that a consideration is that uh, well that's a, that's a fair question or a good question alex um well in the current partnership with psv there is no performance-based fee so in that way it's for us it's not that important i think when you compare it to maybe some english clubs where you have that companies from abroad, maybe the betting companies or that kind of companies, they need eyeballs and exposure all over the world. And uh, then it's really important uh, aspect if you play Champions League or not, for example. But I think the brands that, that are the biggest sponsors, in the, uh, especially in the Dutch league with the top clubs like PSV, they want to really uh, uh, connect with the PSV brand. Uh, that's what we want. And we want to work together on, on relevant cases. So... So I, not, I don't know how the partnerships work in other countries uh, with performance-based fees, but I know that we don't have it in the contract now. And I know from previous, uh, uh, I know from other sponsorship contracts in the Netherlands that sometimes there are performance-based fees, but they are just a really low percentage of the total amount of sponsorship fees. So I think that 
uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying about Philips and PSV, how we're working as brands together, I think that uh, also counts for many other sponsors in, uh, in competitions like the Dutch competition. No, it's an interesting point, Goose, and I guess ties into this overall narrative about this long-term relationship between Philips and PSV. Something we've noticed at Football Co. Uh, is a tendency for the profile of players to become increasingly bigger than clubs. You only need to look at Instagram and see who the most followed account is, not just in the world of football, but the whole world of Instagram is Cristiano Ronaldo with over 350 million followers. And so players seem to be perhaps increasingly attractive to a brand because they cross borders, they're admired all over the world. And so many brands are leaning towards player sponsorships, maybe more than clubs. Is that something you've seen? I'm sure it's not relevant in this case because of these long-term links and PSV Eindhoven will be around long after any player who's currently playing. But is that something that you're aware of? Well, I, I fully agree with you that uh, the world became smaller and there are no borders anymore. So um, when I was young, I just watched the Dutch league and now uh, uh, people from well seven or eight years old, they also watching uh, FC Barcelona play and, 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 and seeing the Premier League and wearing a messy jerseys and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I agree. And uh, But when you uh, talk about a real uh, sponsorship, and uh, getting into the hearts of your, your audience or, or, or the fans, I think the passion of most fans is still with the club and not always with the player. And, of course, you have a few exceptions in the world, like, like Cristiano Ronaldo that you mentioned. And Nike will be there long after his career. But I think in, in, in most uh, countries what you see is that players come and go eh, at PSV, but also at German clubs, at English clubs, at French clubs, etc. And the love for the club that stays. So... I think when you can really uh, make a really strong uh, partnership with football clubs and you activate it really well as a brand, you can also get in the heart of the, of, of the fans. And I think that the club platform is then a better platform than just an athlete on social media. Because I'm sure Cristiano Ronaldo wouldn't appreciate you saying in two years he, he won't be at the top podium. But I think what is certainly true is that Nike will still be with him. And, you know, and that's, a, a long-standing, that's a long-standing relationship, although... Certainly, he won't be around uh, in a hundred years. Still playing, so well, not playing at the highest level. Anyway, I think we can we can say that. Goose, I wondered, looking at, at the future, then, and talking about these long-standing relationships and how clubs live longer than any player, we can look at uh, over a hundred years of history between PSV and Philips. Will they still be going in a hundred years? That's pretty hard to see without a crystal ball, but. Do you see this going on for many more decades? Is it dependent on any factors? Um, nah. Visibility for the brand or uh, an ability to collaborate on projects or, or these shared values about innovation that you've talked about? Yeah, I think, I think we, um, we will still be there for a while because what you mentioned, we just extended the partnership with 10 years. And in 10 years from now, we, I think we have to ask ourselves the same question well, where's the company Philips now and how can PSV contribute to the goals that, that the company has? And if the answer is still yes, uh, PSV is a, is a really uh, a good, uh, well, let's say platform for Philips, then we will be there for a while, I guess. But, but that's on a personal note and, and the world is developing very fast and, and so is Philips and so is PSV. So uh, 10 years is, uh, is really far from now. And, and uh, well, like you, I don't have a crystal ball either. So uh, let's, let's see what happens here. Yeah. 
Goose, thank you very much for your time. It's been fascinating hearing the story about PSV and Philips, this long-standing relationship and how it continues to develop based on these core values that both entities share. Is there anywhere our listeners should go to find out more, whether to hear your musings or understand more about club and brand? Well, of course, you can you can follow PSV on their social media channels uh, if you're not doing that already. But uh, my favorite platform is uh, is Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at uh, GusPE. So that's where I share my views on on, on sports sponsorship, on on, on uh, the way we work with PSV, and where I love to be in touch with uh, with, with peoples and listeners. So uh, feel free to connect. Thanks very much, Goose, and thank you for listening to today's show. We've got some great guests coming up in this new podcast series. So if you want to hear more content like this on the business of football, make sure you're following the podcast on your preferred podcast platform. If you liked this, the full episode will be available on footballco.com, where you can also check out the show's archives. Thanks very much. All the best. The Football Co. Business Podcast. The most creative minds and innovative thinkers in football. In association with Soccer X. Connecting football for 25 years.